G'day, Sats and Rat here. Now, if you like Steve, one of our Whack Pack listeners, he converted over to Sports Day from the run home. But if you want to catch up on any of Joel and Fletcher's show, they're always very oh, mate, educational, aren't they? Uh, well, I'm not sure how educational, but you can, <laughs> you can do that on Spotify by searching the run home with Joel and Fletch. How much time till we're on? I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. It's been missing. No, I've been, I've been into him. I've been, I said, Daddy... You know, Woogie's going to come back. He's going to throw his toys out of the cop like he does. <laughs> oh, I might have just trying to do something good for the show. I thought of a little bit of a, you know, to get the show going mm-hmm. with a new theme song. But Daddy's new age. So he'd probably want a little bit more of, I don't know, maybe. He'd like Tina Turner, the musical, as the oh, halftime entertainment don't get him at the NRL Grand Final. What a joke. You cheap ass. Rugby league. Seriously. Let's Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, welcome to uh, tonight's edition of Sports Day. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews in the studio tonight. Sats is fired up. I'm fired up. Hello to our listeners on the Super Radio Network, SCN 1170, uh, 693 SCN in uh, SCNQ in Brizzy, 1620 on the Goldie, SCN Track Stations, SCN Fanatic, and those listening on the SCN app. If you haven't got the app yet, what are you doing? You can listen to podcasts. Any show around the country, get all the latest news. All you have to do is go to uh, iTunes or Play Store, download the app today. It's free, of course. Hello to our partners, Kia and World Gym. Great to have you on board. In fact, uh, you and the you and the Rat will be doing a show next Tuesday night from World Gym Burley, mm. which is one of their one of their great gym facilities. Massive, huge. Yeah, mm. so that'll be a good show as well. Rat uh, reckons he's going to do some curls. <laughs> what? Twenty, co- ten, 20 ten, each. Noodles. His arm will break. Yeah, I know. He's so skinny, but he eats so much rubbish. In fact, I, I just want to do this, and I'm going to get. I'm going to have go at him. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six is our text number for our Australian listeners in New Zealand. Double eight double three. Are you getting excited ahead of this weekend's knockout semi against uh, the Newcastle Knights? It's Go Media Stadium. Sold out. So what is it? Fifty? No. How many does it hold? No. Go media. Mount Smart's like mid twenties. Oh, mid twenties. Yeah. Sorry, Eden Parks. Yeah. So they were, yeah, if they were going to go through to a grand final qualifier, yeah. and had this weekend off, it probably would have been at Eden Park right, okay. the week after. Which That's is still 50. good. Good. Yeah. Uh, and uh, if you want to call in one 1170 uh, Rat Rogers has been at it again. In relation to Stolman Noodles, a couple of weeks ago, he did. Yeah. And. You went over and saw the lovely people at Meat Juice yep. in Auckland when Run you were over there. Yeah, yeah, when you're doing the presentation night for the Warriors. Uh, you and the lovely Beck, your wife, went in there mm-hmm. and uh, brought back some samples for us. And you we said, did. guys, this Meat is Meat rubs. Fa- yeah, beautiful stuff. Sauces. Spices, yeah. yeah. And it's like, guys, this is for everyone to share. And every night I can't forget and take something home because I, I bought this piece of pork I want to slow cook and yeah. do them as soft mm. shell tacos. Coming in the summer as well. Beautiful, mate. Great barbecuing time. Yeah. And, and I thought I'll grab one of those today. All gone. 
All gone. I did notice that when Matthew with one T was walking out last night after the show that he did start putting every container in his bag. I didn't say anything about it because I've well, you should have I've offered it to all of you, and I didn't know whether he'd had a conversation with you and Daddy and said, "No, oh, guys, do you want any? If not, I'll take it all." This but, self entitlement has got to stop. I said entitlement. <laughs> it's where you don't pay tolls. Shut up. We're having to go at Rat here. Let's mm. let's be let's be yep. together here, mm. right? Rat, you got to stop it. This is not the Wallabies where you get everything given to you for free, your first-class flights, your five-star hotels. This is the smelly sports day office. And we all share. Daddy wanted some. Do you think he does it on a Tuesday because he knows he's not here for another week? So he can't answer to anyone on a Wednesday. I don't think he cares, mate. Mm. He just thinks everything here is... I'm wondering where the cutlery's going. Now I know. Mm. Cut it out, Rat. Bring some of that back and we're going to share it. Um... The big news today, of course, and, and we've got some uh, good oil for you. Oh, before we get into that, how about this? We've got a pass view on three mates to Bathurst 1000. This is massive. All thanks to Barbecues Galore. Now, this includes access to the ultimate viewing area at the Barbecues Galore Steakhouse for Friday and Saturday. Oh, what about how backed up you'll be after all the meat? How good will that be? Oh, no, 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 no. Be in a meat coma after the weekend. That, it's the best coma to be in. I'd be like a python who's just swallowed a cow. Oh, so good. All you have to do later on in the show when we ask a question mm-hmm. is be the first to answer the Bathurst Barbecue Galore quiz. Now, this quiz will just be before 7 o'clock, as I said. Get ready to call Bathurst 1000. It's from Thursday the 5th of October until Sunday the 8th of October, the weekend after the NRL Grand Final, yep. which is great. And you can hear it too on SEN as well, uh, SEN uh, Supercars, your coverage there. Good oil. Thanks to Cobram Estate, Premium Australian Extra Virgin Olive Oil. The NRL have issued Val Hines with a breach notice and he's got five days to respond for that idiotic photo sats. Yeah, so the breach notice, basically what that says, as you said, Woogie, he's, he's got five days to respond and basically give an excuse and a, and a defence of why he shouldn't face further sanctions. Um, yeah, it was. It was. It was an idiotic photo. I think he'd be the first to admit. Is he guilty of um, the optics of it all? And 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 I suppose bringing disrepute upon himself first and foremost. A happy family man, and then the game comes after that. Uh, yeah, he's guilty. You know, lock away the keys. But in saying that, I, I think we've got to be we got to be careful the conclusion that you come to as well. Um, I'd be very surprised. And I said this earlier on the week. I'd be very surprised if Nath, if uh, Val Holmes is is involved in that any landscape or environment. That well, would that would surprise me. But we we don't know what what was involved in the photo. It doesn't look great, but we don't know. Can I read the statement? Just some of the, a paragraph yep. here from the statement. It is alleged Holmes uh, engaged in conduct which has brought the game and his club into disrepute by publicly associating the game with illegal drugs. Now, that's from the NRL statement. So, unless... That were, so now, that could be by either using or by mucking around pretending it's a, an, an illicit drug. So, they're saying basically whether it is or it isn't, the implication is, and... Which is right. Mm. Which is absolutely right. And... I mean, the wording's got to be – got to be careful with the wording. Well, no one's suggesting he was taking drugs. Mm. No one's suggesting that. Just read out that again. It says it is alleged Holmes engaged in conduct 
which has brought the game and his club into disrepute by publicly associating the game with illegal drugs. So alleged. I mean, obviously, the you know, most important word there is alleged. Yeah, but no, but what it's saying is, though, uh, it, it, yeah, they're not saying that he's he's taken an illicit yeah. drug, mm. but it give, it does give off the view that even if it is, and it looks like it is, you know, and that's that brings the game. It's a bad look for the game. Yep. Um, I, I think I think he should be whacked for this, regardless. Regardless, because it's a bad look for the game. It's a bad look for the game, but you've got to be careful also because you've got to have factual evidence of actually what it was. Like I said, the optics don't look great. I agree with you 100% there. But I don't even think it was drugs. That's my opinion, hmm. right? I'm not saying... The insinuation is. It, the insinu- it, yes. Yeah. It's I, that, I, it's, I get where you're coming It's a from. gangster look, and it's it's not the look the game is after. It's not the look that I ever thought Val Holmes would put himself in, to be honest. Because yeah. he is... He is one of the nice guys of the game. He's a like I said. He's you talk to anyone who's ever been in his company and knows him very well. He's just a he's a stand up guy. He's a tremendous human being. Very quiet and uh, very introverted. Yeah. Sats, if it wasn't illicit drugs, yeah, right. And 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 I could not believe when I found out on Monday that there is there's no drug testing in when in, in the, the off season, which is ridiculous. It's yeah. Mm. What? Why? If if our Holmes is innocent of taking any illicit drug, oh, you know what I do? I go listen. Come and take a hair follicle, yeah, and run a test on it. That'll clear my name. Yeah, stupid photo. I should have done it, mm. and I'll cop whatever comes my way. But I just want to confirm I never took any drugs. Yep. Test this bit. Of, you know what? Then it goes away. You get on the front foot, and it goes away. Yeah, I can't agree with you anymore. And yeah, you know, I I don't know who's giving him his advice. Uh, his management company would be at the forefront. I've got to say. But I'd be a little bit like you too, Jay. So I'd say, you know what? It didn't look great. I was carrying on like a buffoon. I was trying to be funny. It has backfired on me I, in relation to the illicit drug. And I want to separate that completely from the photo of Val, okay? But because you raised it about the illicit drugs, I, I want to know who requested the NRL players not be tested during an off-season. And is it an RLPA request? And has the NRL said, yep, absolutely. And this has been going on for a, a few years now. It's not in the best interest of the game. Mm. It's not. You know, if, if you've got a player that players should feel as though they're privileged to play any sort of sport at the professional level, men or, and women, um, especially when the RLW becomes mm. professional, you should feel privileged. And, and if your decisions are not in the best, if you want to protect the game as a, a governing body, whether it's the RLPA or the NRL, if you want to protect the game and, and the assets that are involved in that, which are the players, they're an asset to the game, you've got to do everything you can to put an umbrella over them that makes them feel as though that at any given stage, that privilege can be taken away. Sats, so this is going to drag on now for at least another five days because mm-hmm. he's got five days to respond. Which he, which, he's, which I, which I think is right. To. He's entitled to, yeah. But I just it's, – it's a bad look in a time – where the game should be celebrating some, uh, the first weekend of finals was unbelievable. That that Canberra Raiders uh, that Raiders Knights game it's one of the best games of footy I've seen mm. ever, ever, unbelievable. That's how you finish the weekend, and then we're dealing with this junk. I turn on the news straight after. This will get lost in. I mean, this will also I hope get so. lost. Well, it does. It gets lost in the excitement of finals, which it should. 
And then we'll read about the response and whatever it may be. But this will get lost in the news cycle with okay. the excitement of the with the the finals. I think he should cop a fine of about fifty grand for bringing the game. No, into dis- no what the, I'm just as a fan. Yeah, I'm sick of this rubbish. And it happens every offset. Happens every year. We had the we had the toilet gate incident last year in Newcastle. We had the Melbourne Storm players. Uh, after the season had finished. If you want this to stop from players, you've got to put in serious punishment. And the serious punishment is money. Well, first and foremost, the, the I think the, the one move that they need to make is they need to introduce testing in the off-season. And it can be random. And if players, players will try and, they'll try and, I suppose, buck the trend and try and, um, feel as though they're going to get away with it if the players do engage in that sort of behaviour. But first and foremost, you've got to throw a some sort of implication in that you are going to test in the off-season. Whether you like it or not, if you want to be part of our game, this is our rules. You don't make the rules here. Yeah, but that's not happening now, Sats. What, well, I, what I'm talking about is the fines for stupidity. Yeah. If, if at minimum this is stupidity, mm. at minimum, the fines should be harsh. Because you know what? It's not their game. It belongs to the fans as well. It, it belongs to the partners of the game. Yeah, it belongs to a lot of people. It yeah. belongs. To, it's not just your game. And you, it, you've got to remember your place in the game. $50,000. And you, you wouldn't suspend him for any games. Well, I don't know. I, I'm not sure about that. I'm sitting on the fence on that. Mm. I think it should be a harsh financial penalty. And none of this crap where it's suspended. That's just a slap on the wrist. No, it's not. Yes, no, it is. It's not. You, you, you can still hit them with that. So you're saying 50000 and And I say well, hit him with a, a $20,000 fine and have a 30000 suspended because that still leaves, again, that that umbrella of darkness over the top of a player that says, you know what, we're keeping an eye on you. And if you step out of line in any way, yeah, well, we're going to take more out of your pocket as well. And we'll also throw a suspension on there as well. So All right. Mm. What do you think? 0457 is our text line. 1-300-01-1170 uh, uh, if you want to call us. Or you can uh, text us from New Zealand, double eight double three. Let's get on to this. Now, can I just say, coming into the studio today, I was listening to uh, a number of forums on... On radio, I was listening to Talk and Sport. I was listening to Joel and Fletch, The Run Home, and listening to all the, I suppose, the various opinions around the NRL halftime entertainment. Mm-hmm. I've got to say it's – okay, first I'll get your opinion. And I'll, I'll say what I feel as though that – what I heard and, and where I think a lot of it weighs, a lot of the majority weighs. I'd, I'd actually prefer to watch Shepherd. There's nothing wrong with Shepard, first There's and foremost. There's a lot. Hey, Geronimo. Seriously. When I, when I got the email today from the NRL saying, listen, uh, well, obviously Tina Turner can't perform, God bless her soul, but we're, go- <laughs> we're going to have Tina Turner the musical. I thought, are you serious? A- a- when I you- don't mind it. No, I, I don't like it. And I'll tell you what well, I Well, there's don't... a reason for it, for two reasons. But anyway, well, keep no, going. No, it's, the, it's, uh, it's the anniversary and all that sort of stuff. Well, there's that. It's, it's the greatest marketing campaign the game's ever seen. And it coincides with, unfortunately, her passing and, and 20 years down the track. So I think there's, I think it aligns. No. It's... Let's compare yeah. a massive weekend in sport mm-hmm. 
The AFL on on Saturday, and I'm not a Kiss fan, but I know how big Kiss are. Did we you all... say you're not a Kiss fan? I'm not a Kiss fan. You're an idiot. <laughs> Anyway. Mate, you're a fan of Tina Turner, the musical. What's next? Next year, State of Origin 1, Suncorp you know, Stadium. Is it Cats, the musical? You're, you're one of those typical Australian pessimists when it comes to sport where you want to tear down everything and compare everything. So you say, no. last year the AFL had Robbie Williams. Brilliant. It, it brilliant. Was brilliant. But if he didn't appear... I wouldn't, no, have lost I, wouldn't. Sleep. I wouldn't have lost sleep over it. I wouldn't be arguing no, about I'll, it. I'll tell you why. Okay, fast forward. You yeah. got Kiss. And you're going, AFL, I got Kiss, and we've got Tina Turner. No, Who no, cares? we don't have Tina Turner. She passed away. We've got the musical. We've got Tina Turner, the musical. That'll be like having you, oh. that Grease musical you did. Yeah. Danny no, Zuko. No, I'm telling you, mate. Can I, no. No one. You're telling me we can't find an Aussie. Uh, why can't we then wheel Barnsley out? Okay, well, let's wheel Barnsley out, and then we forget about it because we can't wait for the start of the for, for the grand final to finish. But Sats, that's the spectacle, not people, the not the not the, I'm not the so, entertainment. It plays a big part of it because no, you know why. It doesn't you know why? How many and people? You now you don't know this because you know why. What? You sit in your corporate boxes, eating your fancy no, canapes. I'm calling the sipping game. on your champagne, seeing Tina Turner. Us, <laughs> us, us punters. Who are in the cheap seats? Yeah. We pay okay. a premium for those seats, yeah, because the whole grand final is an experience, okay, and that is live entertainment, the game itself, the whole, the whole, the vibe. Okay, so a hundred thousand people at this year's AFL grand final. How many of those people would have bought a ticket? Because Kiss is going to be entertainment. We're going to sing maybe three no, no. songs. But if you're going to a grand final, yep. you're expecting really good entertainment. Are you really? Except meet life. Let's. <laughs> Park that Are you expecting great entertainment? Because that's what happened. Well, we, mate, when you're buying tickets the next year, when you go, oh, geez, we had Robbie Williams. Mate, the AFL have won again. It doesn't – who cares who wins the entertainment battle? It's what happens on the field. Mate, you're already – 736 I wouldn't care if Red Gum played. Come on, NRL. I love the NRL – my favourite sport. It sounds like it. It sounds like I you do. love the NRL. I do, mate. I we only love started the game. following it a couple oh, of years ago. So, but is that the best we could come up with for entertainment? Really? For grant, mate? Did you, you not think when you who convinced you that it's the right decision? You said you listened to all these people. Was it your mate? Was it your mate Bear's Head? Was it Fletcher? No, said, no, I no. like it. Who was it? When I saw the Tina Turner, on a bear when I saw Tina Turner musical was going to headline the NRL Grand Final Entertainment, I went, oh well, yeah, uh, that makes sense. If they would have said to me. <laughs> If they would have said to me, um, I don't know, uh, if they would have said to me, Grinspoon, we're going to be the halftime, the, the NRL Grand Final Entertainment, I've gone, oh, yeah, that's cool. They're a good band. I'm not there to watch the entertainment. I'm there to watch the NRLW. But the non-traditional fans of the game, like a lot of our wives and yeah. stuff and the kids. They go for the entertainment, do they? Mate, it's no, Mate, it's, it's they? when they – okay. What do people talk about Super Bowl Day? With the, with the Super Bowl. What do they talk about? different game. But no, but it's still a spectacle. Yeah. You're, mate, you're We're up, not American You're sport. up there in your corporate boxes. No, you're so out of touch. How do you get to the game? Do you catch a boat up Parramatta River to the game? I'm actually commentating the game. I'm not in your But are you on a boxes. boat? Are you in a boat? No, I'm actually catching an Uber. But you are not. You, what? No, not a what? chance. I swear on my children's life. It was nice knowing your kids. So... <laughs> The biggest thing about NRL Grand Final Day and AFL Grand Final Day Good is jerk. the entertainment. I want to know from the listeners, like me, who they're hard-earned on a ticket. We put a hard earn into this. 
Mm. Let us know what you think. 0457 736 736. Double eight, double three. If you're texting from New Zealand, I mean, I'm sure the Kiwis will be tuning in to watch Tina Turner the musical. Okay, so this week's semi-final. Yeah. Okay, if Dave Dobbin was the <laughs> Great. final entertainment, with people at New Zealand going, you know what? You know the game. That's great. It's Dave Dobbin. I'm there to see Dave Dobbin. What about Dave Dobbin, the tribute show? What about Footlot <laughs> Flat, the dog, if that was appearing? I want Lay Miz. If this is okay, I want Lay Miz before State of Origin 1 at Suncorp Stadium next year. I've got to say, I've actually just got some breaking news around Val Holmes, the thing that's in his mouth. I've been told it's a pub meat trade ticket. Yep. He won the pork chops, the wrist it's not what they're saying it is. It's Mate, the last a, it's laugh, a full ticket. The last laugh's at 7.55. I've been hot the last two nights. Um, breaking news. Knight's set to offer Adam O'Brien new two-year yeah. contract extension. We've got to go to a break. Uh, when we come back, more NRL news and your thoughts on these topics tonight on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. 736 736 is our number. If you want to send us a text, 1300 01 1170 is our phone number. Or double eight double three if you're listening in New Zealand. We'd love to hear from our, our cousins across the ditch. We'd love to hear from you tonight as well. We've got uh, George from Karela on the phone. George, you've actually seen uh, the Tina Turner uh, musical. Is that right? Boys, my wife bought tickets to this thing and I thought my god what have I let myself into and to get in the good books I've gone it's the best thing I've seen in years uh, the, the singer is absolutely fantastic the closest thing you'll get to Turner this musical and oh Jake you gotta let it go she is absolutely fantastic and boys go to Chooks 13 plus Good stuff, oh, Georgie. Going, George, I like to call to the end. Georgie Porgy Putney Thanks, Pie. Thanks, George. Thanks, mate. Bye. So, yeah, yeah, good. I'm glad he enjoyed the show, but I don't know if it's grand final entertainment. <laughs> it doesn't matter whether it's grand final entertainment. It's just it's part of the entertainment, Craig, whether it's good or not. Craig from Maitland's on the phone. G'day, Craig. Good evening, Jason Scott. The AFL Tribunal want to hang heads in shame about exonerating Blake Maynard last night. Don't ever say you take concussions seriously. I say, yeah, it's a sick joke, AFL. Absolutely sick. Oh, I and did. another thing that... Yep. No, go. Go finish. Well, as I said, uh, are we taking this seriously or what? And, 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 and Val Holmes, professionalism. You ever heard of professionalism? Yep. All right, mate. You must be happy. Davey Warner in form, mate. Uh, 100 and then 78 last night in our loss against the, the uh, South Africans. Yes, you want to tie your shoelaces on and make sure that left boot uh, on a bit, bit tighter, eh? All right, okay. All right, thanks, thanks, Craig. <laughs> there goes Craig from Maitland. I, you know, just on that um, tribunal last night, the AFL, I agree with the decision. I think they got it right, yeah. The guy's trying to smother the ball. How does he change direction well, just, in midair? It's just a bad situation that the player in the air gets himself into, but he's not doing anything illegal. And unfortunately, as he's coming down as part of gravity, um, I. Unfortunately, I feel sorry for Brayshaw, the the, the guy yeah. that was suffered the concussion. But accidents happen, right? Yeah. Again, there's so many moving parts. It doesn't mean that, you know, one 
one rule fits all. So, yeah, I think they got it right. All thanks to our mates at Might Attend Trade. Do you want to do an NR update or get through the million texts that are coming through? Let's get through some texts. Yeah, absolutely. All right, NRL Entertainment, someone's with me. Just I think there's one. Tina Turner sing-along, really? When Chad Morgan is still alive and still performing in Black Butt from Brizzy Bryan. I agree. Mm. Yeah, we've got plenty here about NRL Entertainment. Uh, Woogie, you'll be eating your words on grand final day. You'll be six beers deep and think it's actually Tina. Just enjoy it, big fella. Paul from Bellrose. <laughs> Uh, red gum, a freak, six red gum, freaking awesome. Three one six says, Yeah, I agree. How good is that? Song? Red gum, yeah. I said, Doesn't matter whether it's red gum or Tina Turner musical, doesn't matter who Are the they end- still around. Red gum, I'm not sure. Great song, but this is from Link. He said, Yeah, boys, um, yeah, boys, that's just gone. Uh, here we go, Link boy, yeah, boys, the heck manages the shows for the NRL, has got their wires crossed for the last 10 years. Train. The Veronicas, Jess Mowboy, they don't understand their demographic. There was Macklemore. Macklemore was outstanding. Yeah, he was good. But, I mean, but, you, you just sort of go, yeah, that was great. Okay, come on, let's get to the – But the point is mm-hmm. it brings more eyes to the TV when you have a really big artist. Do you think a lot of the people that watch Robbie Williams stayed and watched the whole game? No, but they're ticks. Yeah. That's more eyes – on is, the game. Then that is move on. But they may stick around for a little actually, bit, mate. Because they're actually not watching the game. Which, but they may. But they may not. I know when we have a barbecue at a mate's place every year, when the entertainment's on, we can't get rid of the women afterwards. Guys, bring back the halftime sprint competitions. Find out who was the fastest. Jason Saab or the Fox. Yeah, Mark. Remember Martin Fire up against Lee Odenrein? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I promised myself I wouldn't call you a flog tonight. <laughs> Thanks for making me break that promise. Stop being a flog. Who's this? Steve. Ah, oh, Steve. Mm. Shut up. No one in their right mind upon deciding to go to the grand final thinks about what the entertainment is. Are three, you six, serious? Three. Absolutely. I'd still, go, I'd still go to a grand final even if, AC, if ACDC were playing, I'd still go. If they weren't playing, I wouldn't go. If Kiss was playing, it wouldn't make me go to an AFL grand final. I'm not saying that. You're not listening. I'm saying that people pay a premium price for tickets to these massive sporting events. Give them the best. Pardon the pun. Woogie, you are smashing Scott No Idea Sattler tonight. Grand final day is an event and the entertainment has to be top shelf. No, it doesn't, Adrian. It does, mate. Our show doesn't rely on your text messages. Yeah, it does. (laughs) It does. Seriously. Being top entertainment. Well, yeah, I I beg to differ. (laughs) G'day, lads. Who's cool? How are you getting it? This is Liam. The Tina show will do me, but I reckon they should get Ben Iken involved. Ike and Tina back together. That's a great Oh, no, you, no, that's not a good look. No, nah, but I mean, I know. The, oh, it's funny. I know the history wasn't great, yes, but yes. in saying that, they were, still a, they were still a great band. Hey, Sats, mm-hmm. Dunny, who's one of our regulars, yeah. is listening to us in Lisbon, Portugal. Oh, wow. Portuguese chicken. Oh, yeah. How good would that be? You yeah, remember when it first hit Australia, Portuguese chicken? Was it? Is it Nando's? No, a Porto's a was Porto, the first, a Porto, I think. Yeah. yeah, down at Bondi. Any of those, yeah. any of the Bondi locals, the eastern suburbs locals, I think a Porto's might have been the f- one of their first locations was in Bondi. I'd never heard of it. Portuguese chicken. Oh, I mean, so good. I didn't, didn't think chickens spoke Portuguese, but let's go <laughs> check it out. Check it, check it out. Check it out. Get it? Uh, he says, well, you'd fit in here with your white singlet. I, don't, I can't wear singlets because my boobs are too big and they hang out the side. Matty Rogers has said, get Metallica. Oh, Matty Rogers. Rat. Rat, where are all those rubs that were for everyone here in the office from meat juice? Mm. You're a disgrace. Yep. Uh, one more text before we go to the break. 
Stats. I mean, slats. <laughs> this is Mark. What's your name? I didn't realise your co-host was Richard Wilkins. Maybe the NRL should market the grand finals a rock concert with a part game of footy before and after. Would that make Richard happy? That's wish, a good text. I like tell you that. what, I wish I was Richard Wilkins. Mm, yeah. I wish I was. Yep. Lads, Tina Turner musical is a smash hit. This is from 825. Okay. Even and I think, I'm, would you be surprised how good it's going to be? I'm sure it is, but it's not. That's Philby from the Capitol. It's yeah. not befitting of an NRL grand final. Anyway, got to go. your jeans. So. The, <laughs> the local business, the value is having yours. That's why the trade trusts might attend. Got to go to break. You and the rat last night caught up with uh, Billy Walters, the, the dummy half from the Broncos. Having a week off and he's talking to you, Muggs. Yeah, he's a good kid. Great All kid. Right. All right. We'll chat to him next here on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Hey, nice Billy Walters. Nice bit of work from the Broncos, number nine. And Brisbane go further in front. Yeah, they've been flying the Brisbane Broncos this year and in a couple of weeks they'll play off to try and get into a grand final. And this young man, well... You would have heard the play on just then, the mm. audio. He has had a phenomenal season for the good. Brisbane Broncos. Then number nine, Billy Walters, joins us on Sports Day. How are you, Billy? Good, thanks, fellas. Thanks for having me. No, thanks for coming on because we're talking to you just off air and and um, and you're playing golf with some of your teammates. Who are you playing with? Yeah, I'm playing with um, Jock Madden and Kobe Hetherington and, and one of Kobe's mates. So I'm um, getting dusted up at the moment, actually, but... So is, uh, is it one of Kobe's? Off pretty strong. Is it one of Kobe's like yeah, just, country mates? Yeah, one so, of his um. Yeah, yeah. So name is yeah. So uh, do you hit him yeah. okay, or what, were you, you a bit rusty? Nah, or? this is probably this is probably the second time I played in about five years. So it's a, it's a big phase of oh, at the club. That'd be rough. Uh, all the boys are really getting into it. So yeah, so I'm um, just trying to ease my way back into it. I see Jesse Arthur's down at the Glades a fair bit. He, he, he'd take your money off you, I think, if you're going to play him. He, he hits the ball good. Yeah, I'm trying to avoid all the, all the good golf players at the moment, so I'd just be <laughs> slowing them down with, with my shots getting sprayed everywhere, but yeah. um, maybe one day. Hey, so now you've got the week off, you've got a bit of time, to, you know, not all the time, but a little bit more time to sit back and watch everyone else play and do some recreational things. A lot of the guys... They don't live in Brisbane. A lot of a lot of them still live sort of on the way down the Gold Coast, don't they? Halfway, is that right? Yeah, a lot of them actually. I think at, at the Goldie. So um, yeah, they they love the beach too much. I think they love the girls down there. To be honest, so they love um, yeah going to the beach every day and the pavilion, getting their rigs out. Yeah, exactly. So um, oh, it's not for me doing the drive every day, but uh, I suppose they love it. Yeah. So, mate, you're 80 minutes away from playing in the grand final. When you signed with Brisbane back in in July of 2021, could you see this happening as quickly as it has? To be honest, um, no, not really. I mean, I knew we're always going to be thereabouts. Um, It's always been a strong squad in in Brisbane, and especially at the Broncos. Um, But, yeah, it's kind of really just come together this year. We've been pretty blessed with injuries, and um, I'd probably say a lot of our players this year have probably played their their best footy that they've played in their career. So. Mm. Um, the stars are kind of aligning for us at the moment, and um, that's what you kind of need if uh, if you want to win a premiership. So, um, but we've still got a fair bit of work to do yet. But um, yeah, it's definitely looking promising. Yeah, yeah, it certainly is, mate. You grew up in the halves. You grew up playing in the halves. Was it your uncle Kerrod who suggested to jump in the number nine jersey, or who was it who suggested moving into the middle and uh, employing your trade in the number nine? Yeah, it's, it's been funny. I, w- once I kind of hit under 18s, um, a lot of coaches have kind of pushed me to try nine and. 
Um, you know, I was a bit reluctant because I was always a smaller body and defence wasn't my one of wasn't one of my strongest uh, attributes. So I was pretty hesitant to get in there. But Kevy last year just kind of said, um, if you want to play for the Brisbane Broncos in the NRL, you got to play number nine. There's no more playing halves or anything or trying to play both positions. So um, yeah, I just had to dive in head first and I spent the whole preseason just wrestling the forwards and. And kind of getting that work rate up, and um, yeah, it's it's worked this year. Hang on a sec, hang on a sec. <laughs> you just said Kevy. So, is so it, at, is it, at yeah. training, is it Kevy? Because playing with Martin Lang and John Lang, and you yeah. did too, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. I was I was really interested in the dynamic at training, but he just said, "Hey, Dad, what do you want me to do?" Yeah. So at training, is it Kevy or Dad? Yeah, I, I call him Kevy. I think I've only slipped up maybe two or three times the whole time I've been here at the moment. Um, but, yeah, Kevin, as much as possible. So. Now, the, we interviewed Ivan Cleary a couple of weeks ago, um, Billy, and he, he, Ivan said that when both he and Nathan and, and the, their youngest son, Jet, when they're together, they just talk footy nonstop. Are you the same at home yeah. with, with your dad and your uncles? Yeah, basically. It's, I mean, it's, it's in our blood, so it's it's pretty hard not to when it's like what you dream about, what you what you think about all the time. It's... um. It's hard to not talk about it when you're with other people that feel the same way. So, um, yeah, we love talking footy, like who's playing good, who's not playing so well. You know, some of the freak players that, you know, I get to come up against. So uh, it's pretty cool when um, you talk about all these great players and then you get to rub shoulders with them week in, week out. Yeah, well, you've grown up in the dressing sheds of some of the yeah, greatest. Now, nice. your assistant coach, Johnny Cartwright Hoss, uh, he told us that um, when we interviewed him, the Kevy's big focus was that he just wanted a tight-knit playing group. And when you're tight knit, you're going to turn up for each other. And it's it's really changed over the last 12 months. Can you put it down to anything, or is it just ma- the maturity of the players now? Yeah, well, I, I, I kind of tend to agree with Kevin. You need to be. That was a big thing about Melbourne when I was down there because everyone was from out of state. Everyone was so close and it showed on the footy field. And I think at the moment at the Broncos, um, you know, a lot of this squad has been together for a long time now. We haven't really. Besides last year, we had a few signings, but like. In the last 12 months, we only really had Jock Madden and you now a couple of boys come in that um, you know, haven't been playing with the rest of the squad for a long time. So, you know, when you're playing food together for a lot of years, you, you become close and become really good mates off the field. And um, yeah, that's that's showing on the field at the moment. Yeah, it certainly is. You look like a great bunch of mates. Now, on Cardi, now I was coached by Cardi at the Gold Coast Titans, and, and everyone he, everyone he laid down the challenge for him to, to wrestle him. He was undefeated, un- unbeaten. Still today, still still undefeated. Apparently. Well, well, maybe we're, we're about to find out. Have you tried to wrestle him? And if you haven't, has anybody else and has anybody beaten him? So it's funny you say that. So Cardi actually recently had surgery on his neck for a bulging disc, mm. I think it was, mm. and he got that injury because he was holding a pad for. Fleggy before a game. Fleggy said, oh, Cardi, can you hold this pack? I need to do some some bumpers. And I think he bumped him over. He, he hit him in a way and he, and he hurt his neck. So he's been out of action all year. I think that was in about round one, too. So he struggled <laughs> with it for a couple of months and he finally got surgery on it. Oh, so, I can't wait to carve him. Uh, oh, wow. I can't wait to carve him. We'll be copping it. Yeah. We'll be copping it. Mate, you held Melbourne to nil. Um, fantastic performance by you guys. What's something that you're going to take out of that game, which you'll take into the prelim? I mean, obviously, defence was great, but are there any, any other areas that, you know, maybe the layman didn't see that you were really happy with? Um, I think you didn't hit the nail on the head there. It's, it's the defence. That's what wins comp. That's why the Penrith have been the best team the last three or four years, because they've had um, the best defence. So, you know, Melbourne's got a really great attack, and um, I still think our attack was probably a little bit off before we left a, a few points out there. Uh, but, the, yeah, the most pleasing thing was that we kept them to zero, and um, you know, no disrespect to Melbourne, but it didn't really feel like they were going to break our line at, at too many points in that game either, which is even better. You know, it wasn't like lucky that we got to zero. I felt like we really earned that. So, 
um, you know, it's proved to us that our systems are working and if we can keep working hard for each other with the effort areas, um, yeah, we can hold anyone to nil. It's pretty dominant, pretty mm, dominant. Um, now, is it true? Now, we've got some audio here. This is from you, Freddie interviewing you earlier on. He's you live with pressure. your dad? No, I don't. I wish I did. He lives in a bloody mansion in, in the city there. But... <laughs> so, dad lives in a mansion. Is that correct? Yes. He actually just last year, I think, did a big Renault on it. And um, I'm not sure why he did it because my other three siblings are still living with him and they're never oh, going to move really? out now. <laughs> huge. I even asked if I could move back in. <laughs> okay. Some real quick fire questions here. Does the Redfern yep. Adam Reynolds come out every now and then? Yep, 100%. You can, you can take the kid out of Redfern, but you can't take Redfern out of the kid. So, um, yeah, he's one of the biggest pets in the team. Now, have you got to have a shot? Are you waiting to have a shot yet or not? No, nah, that's all right. Um, the boys have played on without me. That's all good, though. Okay. Um, who has more swagger, Jordan Ricky or Reese Walsh? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I'm probably going to go Reese Walsh. He's a pretty okay. cool kid. <laughs> so, uh, just a quick question on Rich Walsh. I'm sure he looked like he had painted fingernails in that game he on the weekend. Did he have, did he have painted fingernails? Oh, mate, you don't want to go there. There's a lot of boys these days that paint their fingernails and uh, paint their toenails. I think it started out as a good cause for charities and, uh, and cancer and whatnot. But, um, yeah, I think they've decided they like it on all their toes. And so you need oh. to see all their boots off, all their toenails are painted. Does does Reese get his eyebrows manicured? I'd have to say so. I mean, I don't talk to him about it. It's not something that crosses my mind. But um, they look too beautiful. Good. I think aren't him, they? And, him and Ezra go. Mm. I think him and Ezra go together. So, <laughs> okay, last one. Billy Walters, do you own a man bag? No, I, I can't knew. afford. A, I knew it. The the big. Hectic man bags that the boys walk around in. Yeah, but you you come from. And if a, I did, if I could, I think my my fiance would probably take it off. Yeah, there, so. but you come from a tough household, so yeah. I wouldn't think that you'd be allowed to wear a man bag. So that's good to hear. It's good yeah. to hear. Nice. Hey, Billy, your form has been outstanding uh, has this been. season, um, and going into the preliminary final, um, you only dream about playing in a grand final as a kid. Uh, you're there. When your dad won one, in, the last one in 2000, you, you and your brothers are in, involved in those photos, of course, those famous photos, mm. and you get the opportunity to possibly play in one in a few weeks' time. So good luck in a couple of weeks. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Go to the Bronx. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6, with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. I'll tell you what, Satsy. Uh, welcome back to Sports Day, by the way. Quickly just say, yeah. uh, a little bit later on, we've got an Australian boxer who is yes. the current world champion, mind you. His name's Jai Opataya, who hails from the Central Coast originally, and um, he won a world title last year. He's going to join us on the show in the second hour because in two weeks, grand final morning, he is fighting in Wembley at the main card, the main fighter, to defend his Cruiserweight World title. How big is Grand Final Day going to be? Oh, start at 5, 6 in the morning watching him. Yep. All the way through to about 10 o'clock at night. I'll have a snooze around Mm. mid-morning just to get myself ready for uh, Grand Final Day. Hey, listen, just a quick one, just on Mm -hmm. NRL Entertainment. A lot of people are getting involved on this. And this one is from Numchuckers. Mm. Other than Tina, I'd like to see Aussie band Airborne. I don't don't know if I've heard of it. Never heard of Airborne. Um, and this one as well. Uh, hi, gents. Great show. Call. Great show call. Rob from Budrum. 
Why can't we have Jimmy Barnes back again <laughs> and he can sing the tribute to a Tina Turner after all, Australian icon for Australia's game? I agree with that. Why can't Jimmy do the tribute? Why do we have to have the cast of the Tina Turner tribute show? Because it makes sense. <laughs> okay. Like I said, oh, it doesn't bother me whether there's anyone, but if there's, if it's that, You'd, it's in the perfect re- world, and it's a good reason. In the perfect world, you, I mean, you're not into excitement, so you don't want to see entertainment. No, you, I want to see rugby league. You're a weirdo. That's what I want to see. Who wants to go to Bathurst? Who wants uh, some tickets for you and three mates? I do. Uh, for the Bathurst bar, I'll give you one of our eskies as well. It's the Bathurst barbecue quiz. Oh, you mean the the sports day esky? Yeah, sports day esky. The one where it fits two cans. If you empty it and crush it, yep, it'll fit in the thing. Mm-hmm. The world's smallest esky. So you can go up there like a week before, dig it, <laughs> dig it into the ground, and then go find it while you're in. I can't in believe Bathurst. that happens, doesn't yeah. it? If you told anyone that around what if you the found world, found a body. What if you're trying to dig your Alcohol up and you come across a body. Your mate's there from last year. <laughs> but I think they've limited that now to only one carton okay. per That's person right. that you can bury mm. uh, at Bathurst. Here's your question. For you and three mates to head to Bathurst, get your own way there. Which driver has had the most Bathurst podium finishes? That's easy. It's got to be Brocky, doesn't it? Most podium finishes? It's got to be Brocky. Well, one three hundred. Oh one eleven seventy. Sorry to cut you off, Sats. Yep. Uh, we'll talk to the winner after the news, but it'll be a, it's a ticket for you and three mates. Is that right, Daddy? Three mates? I haven't got three mates. The barbecues galore. Saturday was it two days? Friday and Saturday, you're in their in their tent, in and out. You just fill up on whatever. Just meat. Just a meat fest. Actually, I'm going to complain about one of my kids' teachers at school is teaching the kids not to eat meat well, once a month. I know, I, it's just, it's un-Australian. What's the sussing? <laughs> it's un-Australian. Mm-hmm. Ari's like, bugger that. She basically walks in with a cow on her shoulder every morning going, this is my lunch. Seriously? I've never seen her so distressed. Mm. No eating meat once a month, please. Uh, we're going to go to a break. When we come back, we'll talk to our winner of those Bathurst barbecues galore tickets for you and three mates. Which driver has had the most Bathurst podium finishes the first correct caller through on 1300 Back in a moment. This is Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. I'll never get sick of this. It's starting to come to me too now because people are reminding me of the text. Well, everyone... A bit like a Metallica, aren't they? An Aussie well, version. Well, Big G is saying, Sats and Jace, agree with Airborne. Others have said Rooster Muzzin. They said, whoever suggested Airborne, absolutely. When they came on the scene, they were described as the new ACDC. They have a song called Rivalry. It would be great for State of Origin promotion. Well, no, we're, I think we're using um, Cats the Musical uh, for State of Origin next year. I've just what about heard. the Book of Mormons? <laughs> It's too funny, too entertaining. I haven't seen it yet. Apparently it's awesome. Yeah. Oh, very good. You know what's the worst? Mm-hmm. Chicago. Really? I mean, people are half nude in it. That's a tick. It's all right. 
Yeah, that's it. That's the tick. Mm-hmm. Well, I walked out at half time. Oh, in in New York. Okay. It was just boring. <laughs> Again, it was only the half nudity that kept me interested for for the first half. And why do they have to have a break? For God's sake, you're just singing crap songs. You don't need a break, do they? Go get food. That's the best part. They get it. food. No, before- we get food. Well, okay, doesn't matter. Hey, listen, we asked the question before uh, the break uh, for you and three mates to get yourself to Bathurst. How good is this? Um, well, thanks to our mates at Barbecues Galore. Now, the question was, Sats, which driver has had the most Bathurst podium finishes? And I've stuffed this up because I was thinking wins. You know, podium finishes. So Hillstorm Hillary says, and mo- most podiums, Jamie Wincup, incorrect. Most wins, Brocky, incorrect. Let's ride the mountain Didn't Brock- sats. <laughs> what? Oh, no, Brock- your- I think Brocky had the most wins. Is this your girlfriend? Hillstorm, yeah. Have you ever spoken to her? No. It's one, of those, it's one of those It's one of those distant relationships. <laughs> we have great respect for each other. Are you still, by the way, are you still having your get-together with all the Whack Packers uh, grand final? What you were going to do, that shout everyone drinks at a pub in North Sydney? I you? want to do that on the sad day. Okay, the so we'll lock it before. in. We'll lock that okay. in. Okay. I'll, I'll we'll get promote on. it. Well, I'll, next two weeks, we'll, pr- we'll promote it. You'll be good. And you're shouting. Hutchie will shout. No, he won't. Won't he? It's not his responsibility to pay for your... But I'm bringing in the listeners. Like we're bringing them, I'm bringing them together. That should mean a lot. That's what we're here for. We're, we're of, here to bring people together. Out of our whack packers, yep. who's going to have the most stains on their T-shirt? Uh, I'll let you think about that okay. as we bring in Maddie, who's a truck driver, listening to us right now uh, in a truck in Mossvale. G'day, Matt. G'day, mate. How are you? Good. Oh, mate, this one tricked me because I was when, when we said podiums, I was just thinking winners. Yeah. Wins. Because as Ricky Bobby says... Second is the first. Yeah, that's Second right. Second is last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Matt, you're a truck driver, mate. What do you what do you uh, ship around? Uh, diesel, mate. Diesel. Yeah, oh, can nice. You stop by my joint. <laughs> <laughs> You've got about you eight. Have, you must have a four-wheel drive, mate. Oh, he's got eight cars. It's mm. incredible. All right, yeah. mates. The question was, who's at the most podium finishes at Bathurst? And the answer is. The legend, Craig Lowndes, mate. Mm. Yes, congratulations, mate. Well done. You've won yourself the uh, the tickets for you and three mates to go along. I'm very envious here. It's a GA pass to Bathurst 1000 for you and three mates with exclusive access to the ultimate viewing area at the Barbecues Galore Steakhouse for Friday and Saturday, mate. Well done. Thanks. Mate, I'm, I'm rat. Can't wait. Please tell us you're not a vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> I might, I might take one. <laughs> oh, what a waste of a ticket, mate. Yeah, don't you do can't that. do that. No, no, no. I'm sledging. No, no, I'm sledging. I'm sledging. Yeah, nice. Good stuff. All right, mate. Well Obvious. Done. Send us photos. Yeah, well done, mate. Congratulations. And keep on oh, trucking. Yeah. Is yeah. that what you say nowadays? Keep on trucking? Um, copy that. Can you pull... <laughs> copy you, that. You know the chain? Can you pull the... Have you got one of those? Nah, nah, mate. Oh. Nah, no. Nah. Okay. Oh, you're not a real trucker nah, then, that, are you? That, that, that's 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 back in the eighties and the seventies. Okay, what's your call sign on the CB radio? What's what's your call sign? It's got to be Big Dog. 
No, no. The Man Fordo. The Man Fordo. Oh, look at that. The Man Fordo. Hey, what, and where do you drive from and to? Like, are you, like, where's your base and where do you have to take your diesel to? Uh, my base is at uh, Penrith. Oh, yeah. oh, the Riff. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, the Riff. Just around the corner from Murray's Sandwich Shop, mate. Oh, the best. <laughs> the greatest. Yeah. Best sandwich shop ever. Yep. And where do you have to um, drive yeah, to? We, um, I drive like I drive to Mossvale first, then I go to Barrel, then I head back go to um, an angle, then Appen, then I go back to Penrith. Ah, good on you, mate. Good on you. Good, good on. We'll dri- drive safely. Thanks for listening to Sports Day and enjoy those tickets, mate. Nah, thanks, mate. Thanks a lot. Can't wait. There you go. There's Matt. He's off to Bathurst with three mates. How good's that? Just watching NRL 360. Well done, mate. That's, I'm really envious about that. I'd love to be with you. Um, just watching NRL 360. Mark Carroll is wearing. What colour would you call that? Jeez. Um... Coral? No, not coral. I don't even know what colour it is, but it looks... Mauve. It's no, is, velvet. Is it, is, it, is it a mauve? I've got no doubt it's velvet. He's been op shopping again, hasn't he? You know he? that he gives... You know he sprays himself 70 times a day with aftershave? 70 oh, times. I thought you were going to say with um, colour. What's the... Uh, what's, what's Bronzer. Co- bronzer. No, no. Aftershave. 70 sprays a day. It's one of the worst jackets I've ever seen. And I think he's I'm not I'm, he can't hear us right now, right? Because he's mm. on NRL three. So he always listens to sports. Yeah, dates, he does. But yeah, he looks a bit tight around the gut. Oh, he loves everything tight, does he? Yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. We've got uh, Simon Orchard from Greyhounds New South Wales standing by, but very quickly, let's just get to uh, Glenn. Glenn, what can we do for you? Hello, Justin. Hello, Seth. Good evening, boys. Thanks, Daddy Vass, for putting me through, mate. Um. So the other day, three million bottles of wine hit the deck due to bad water. I reckon it's four dollars a bottle. That what? works at about twelve million dollars. Well, I did actually. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna kick him off. I saw this. All this wine. It was some country overseas, and all this wine was running yeah. through the streets. And I thought of Beck yeah. straight away. Sat thinking she'd be licking the pavement. Yeah, <laughs> it was uh, a river of wine. Oh uh, well. As I said, four dollars a bottle, mate. That's about twelve million dollars worth of wine, which is what I pay for mine. Nice. Do you know anyway, what? Keep the list, keep the listening ears on, boy, because Glennis and Glenda are back tonight. Yeah, we're full. Don't do it, mate. Don't fall in love. Don't fall in love with a jury, mate. As you were married with a young wife, what little what? baby? What? No, I'm keeping this going. Um, get your act together, mate. Just because gorgeous Admiral Mac, brilliantly played by the beautiful what? Catherine Bill, but got the gigger's job before you. You're she off did help head. you uh, location. Keep it going. This the is general, good. what's his name? Yeah, Who will get married on neighbours, boys? On Congratulations, <laughs> Carlos Alcaroy, on serving almost 100, uh, sorry, breaking 100 points during your US Open tournament. Alcaroy. Oh, <laughs> and in the US, you, you toss the coin for oh. service, and, and also, do you get the oh. white box or the red box? Good night, boys. Oh. We have to say, blame it. Oh, one, two, seven. That just answered your question. Yes, the icon is going to be on tonight. Wow. Simon Orchard, uh, let's hope he's in better form. Uh, from the dogs.com.au, home of Greyhound Racing. Imagine what you could be buying wow. instead. Simon, that is a, that's a hard <laughs> act to follow. And I totally understand... <laughs> If Greyhound Racing New South Wales wants to cancel their advertising uh, because of the, oh, he's part of Glenn's part of our whack pack. He's from Newcastle. You should maybe you two should get together and catch up for a meal. 
Oh, boys, I want whatever Glenn's got on a Wednesday <laughs> night. How could you? <laughs> I just I just put the phone down for a second. I picked it back up and I thought, hang on, who am I following here? Is this a rugby league expert? Like someone's just talking absolute gibberish. And... Good on him, Glenn. If you're in, hey, how about the Knights, Glenn? Like, I know he can't hear me, but anyway, the Knights, Knights fever's just See, kicking off around here, yeah. boys. Simon, mm. I normally cut him off, but I thought... That was too good. This is interesting. That was too he normally good. only gets about eight seconds yeah. out, and I thought, this is good. He broke you tonight. He broke you. Oh, I just, that was very entertaining. So, anyway, mates, uh, the million dollar chase is roaring its way around New South Wales. 25 dogs are already through to the Sammies. Tell us about some of the best stories so far. Yeah, spot on, fellas. We've been busy. Million Dollar Chase kicked off, well, it feels like 10 years ago now, but it's been going for about a couple of weeks, and there's just races everywhere. Boys, we started at Goulburn. We've hit Tari, Dapto, Dubbo, Broken Hill, where probably the story of the series so far popped up. An older lady named Bronwyn Welsh, uh, she upset the apple cart big time. A couple of the big kennels for Victoria went out to Broken Hill, boys. It's about an eight-hour drive. I think they thought maybe it's a soft wind to get their dogs through to the semis. But Bronnie Welsh, she had other ideas. I think she's 67 this year. Her dog, uh, who no one really gave a chance, ended up winning the race and qualifies for the semi-finals. I spoke to her afterwards, boys, and she was over the moon. But she did say she's never been more petrified of the trip to Sydney. She's never been to Wentworth Park, fellas, where the semi-finals are. She's never driven that far into Sydney. <laughs> it's scaring the absolute bejesus out of her. And she's not worried about the dog and, and the quality of greyhound that it's going to come up against. She's just scared of getting into town safely and back out, God love her. So that's one of the stories so far. We've had Maitland and Bulleye in the last 48 hours. Michelle Sultana won both those races, if you don't mind. And we've got Casino tomorrow and plenty of other good ones to come in the next couple of weeks. The Gardens, Wagga, Grafton, Nara, Gosford. And, of course, it all wraps up. October 13, Wentworth Park, $1 million for about 29.5 seconds worth of work. Jeez. Now, I know Fat Pizza won't be part of that. Oh, what's happened? Well, I, I want Nicholas Kilner, the, the trainer. I want him to come on and answer some, some questions. So three days ago, Fat Pizza raced over 520 metres. Too far, Nicholas. Mm. Fat Pizza likes the short distances. Box five, round seventh. Mm. Maybe we should get, uh, we should get uh, what's his name, Nick? Nick Kilner. Get Nick on and we get Glenn to ask him some hard questions yeah, about I'll, Fat Pizza. I like that. What do you reckon? Like oh, boys. That'd be that'd be must listen radio. I tell you what, Nick would die to come on here. I think this is this is what's getting him through the week. And I honestly believe Let's get him the only on. reason Pat, mm-hmm. Pat Peter's still going around is so he can get the mention on this program yeah, every I love Wednesday him. night. I love because Nick. I love he him. texts me and God love him. God love Fat Pizza. He's going for the record. I know we've we haven't mentioned this for a while. The record's about I don't know, 120 starts without a win, and he's said openly that that's what we're trying to achieve. I don't know why, but anyway, Fat Pizza. I'm sure Pizza, the owners are happy with that, Simon. Starts, well, you know who the owner is? Oh, it's him. Nicholas yeah. Kilner. Yeah. 82 starts, <laughs> no wins. But he's won about 12 grand, no though, isn't he? 12 and a half grand prize money. Not bad. Yeah, 30, 36 placings. So it's nothing to be... Look, there's slower dogs out there, fellas. Don't don't worry about that. But Fat Pizza, look, three runs back from a break, maybe fourth up, set to peak. Let's yeah, see I, I uh, where he goes to next. What are, we, uh, what are we loading up on tonight? I should have said loading up. <laughs> well, uh, no, I wouldn't be saying that yeah. either. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the new taglines. Um, you're about to lose. You That's win some, you lose more. Imagine seven. what you can be buying. There you go. Mm. Race seven, number seven, boys. Nacho Queen. Look, best beginner in the field. This is at Wenty Park tonight, by the way. Nacho Queen, race seven, number seven. 
she uses a bit of the track. So box seven will suit. She should run up the track just a little bit. You look at the first section times for the race, she's the quickest out of the boxes. If she can get to the front, she's going to at least have you up out of your seat cheering. And that last 50 metres is where you're desperately going to have to hang on. So race seven, number seven, Nacho Queen. And then if you want to have a play later in the night, maybe just go to bed, put some money on race 10, number two, Fascinate Donald. You can go each way. Um, and hopefully you wake up in the morning with a bigger, better account. But as always, gamble responsibly, mm, please, guys. That's right. You had me at Nacho, by the way. You didn't yeah. even have to go into the rest of the blurb. That was fine for <laughs> me. That's race seven, number seven, race 10, number two, thedogs.com.au, the home of everything greyhound racing in New South Wales. Imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Simon, uh, we apologise uh, for the call before you tonight, but I'm <laughs> I'm glad it entertained you. Yeah, this uh, this version of the podcast will go off tomorrow, I'm sure. Let's <laughs> see, mate. Simon Orchard from Greyhound Racing, New South Wales. Uh, one of our great contributors here on Sports Day. Time for a sports update. Thanks to Red Energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Sats, so a brand new rule bring, mm-hmm. being brought in. You, it, well, some saying it's controversial because I don't mind it. For the well, NRL. Well, yeah. So they did have a cooling off period, the NRL, when I suppose the easiest way to explain this is if I'm a player and I am with currently with the 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 Brisbane Broncos and I go, I'm coming off contract November 1 on. Okay, let's use Jerome Luai as an example. Comes mm-hmm. off contract at the end of next year. So November 1, he can, can start talking to clubs. So his manager goes and gets 10 offers. And he looks at all these offers and he sees that the Canberra Raiders are willing to offer him $950,000 a year, for argument's sake. He looks at that and says, I'm willing to accept that offer. He doesn't sign anything. That, that, that gets lodged with the NRL, where the NRL says, okay, the clock starts now, 10 days, that you are willing to accept that offer. The manager then goes back to the, his current club and yep. says, You've either got to match it, better it, come up with better conditions, whatever it may be. You've got 10 days to do that. As soon as the 10 days elapses, well, then he is locked into that that contract that he was going to accept 10 days prior. I like it. It's it, it's already happening in, like, codes like cricket, Big Bash. Mm-hmm. So if if you're a team and you've got a player and you've got them for 100 grand uh, and they want to look around at other clubs and let's say another team offers them 150 you have the last right of refusal. So you can come back and go, no, we'll retain them for 150 or you let them go. And I love it because there's transparency. There's no games. Well, there shouldn't be. Well, it's happening now. I suppose the NRL is just going to, I suppose, formalise it where you know, if, if Jerome Law gets an offer from another club, I mean, his manager would have a really good relationship with Penrith. If they want to keep him but they can't match the offer, he'd go back and say, well, this is what we're looking at this sort of, this, in, the, in this sort of range. Mm. And they'll say, yeah, we can or no, we can't. Or we can come up with other conditions to make him stay. So I don't know the rules around, let's say a club offers him, say, 950, for example, and Penrith come back and say, well, we're going to offer him 850, but we're going to put some other special conditions in there. Can he still accept that one that's, that's a lot less? I'm not quite sure around that, but mm. I, I, do, I do agree. It's a little bit more formalised and transparent now, but it's happening now between clubs and managers where they know what sort of ballpark they've got to be, they've got to be in if they're going to keep the player. Well, well, I don't mind a lot it. of the clubs do complain about the deal and what it looks like when they go to another club. Like, you know, um, players, I mean, coaches like Ricky Stewart. You know, and I think if we do have a, 
uh, have a trans, some transparency around, like, this is the deal. It's 9.50. If you can match that, he'll stay. Yeah. Oh, I love it. And I wonder if the years come into it. So whether it's 9.50 over three years or whatever, it's got to be matched. Yeah. So like say it can't be nine fifty for two seasons. It's got to be the same. I, I love so it. So this is part of the this is part of the CBA negotiations with the the RLPA. This is one of many um, areas they were discussing. You're discussing. So um, yeah, I, I don't mind. I, I know a lot of people are a little bit critical of it, but it's going on anyway. So yeah, for the NRL to formalise, I think it's not a bad idea. Right. Yeah, and quickly before we go to a break, the Egypt government apparently is pledging $78 billion. What? That can't be dollars. To host the 2036 Olympics and is building an entire new city to do so. But the catch is they haven't even put in an official bid yet. Hmm. Give it to them. $78 billion? I wouldn't care less <laughs> if there was nothing. <laughs> Just run around the desert? Yeah. Trust Red Energy's Aussie team to look after you. Call them today for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Airsy who I think is a wild turkey drinker, mm. said Donny Rogers could entertain. That's Rat's brother. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, a couple of more texts. Uh, Kevin and Billy were on a hiding to nothing when Billy got the gig and the You're young right. fella has done himself and his dad proud. Ken for Mermaid. Yeah, exactly. They Both of them have had to do it the hard way. Woogie, it's the NRL grand final. You could sit on halfway line and eat a hot dog. Who gives a rat's? So he's, he's, he's combined, combined two interests to you. Food and Matt Rogers. It's the Rugby League Grand Final. Get it? Rugby League TB. Listening on 2GB. Well, 2GF, so, I should say. Sorry, what? How, what's it got to do with Matt Rogers? No, I just said he, who gives a rat's rat. Oh, gotcha. You know? Here's one from 282. You couldn't get your eyes off hot dog, could you? No, you had me. You had me at uh, nachos. Uh, 282, do koalas get splinters? Good question. That's an outstanding question. I like that question. I don't think they would. Why? Well, because it's got to get through the fur. So it's got to be a big splinter to get through the fur. What? Yeah. I'll leave you to think about that. Yeah. We're going to go. <laughs> Joe Apataya. Uh, sorry, Jai Apataya. Jai Apataya. Apataya is yep. heading over to uh, Wembley Stadium for a title fight on grand final day, on NRL grand final day. Uh, we catch up with him next here on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. He can have no doubters in global boxing. Oppertire, after what he's done, he has shown to be world-class in terms of his boxing ability. And look at his face. He has shown himself... To be otherworldly tough. Now, Sats, you love your boxing. I do. Uh, and there's not a lot about boxing you don't know, but you're educating me about Jay Apatia off the air. Now, th- is that the fight where he broke his jaw in two places? Maris Bradis, yeah. On the Gold Coast. World title fight. In round two. Yep. And still won a world title. Amazing. One of the one of the bravest things I've seen. Incredible. Yeah. Have we got him on the phone? We have. Jay Apatia is joining us on Sports Day. How are you, Jay? Good, thank you, boys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, thank you very much for coming on. And for the listeners who are not aware that that uh, in that fight last year, Jai was two, he's twenty-two and zero now. He's got seventeen knockouts, and he won that world title after having your jaw broken against Maris Bredis, who was a tough contender. You now hold the IBF and the Ring magazine uh, as their champion, but you head over to Wembley, October one Australian time, to defend that title. 
first and foremost, before you ask how excited you are about that, how long did it take before before you can eat a steak again <laughs> after breaking your jaw? Oh man, it was a uh, it was a long recovery. Uh, I think it was about uh, it was around four months before I could sort of chew anything. If it, if I couldn't fit, fit through like a thick straw, I couldn't eat it. So it was uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was probably the hardest part was the recovery. <laughs> yeah, nice. Now, you are going to Wembley, and we're going to touch on how exciting that will be, one of the great arenas in world sport. But let's just step back a little bit, Joy. 2012 Olympics in London, you're chosen to represent Australia at the Olympics. You're 16 years of age, turning 17 in the heavyweight division. How daunting was that? Um, yeah, that was an experience, man. Um, you know, being so young, heading over there, uh, you know, I, I wish I could have do it, I, I could do it again, but um, you know, I, I wish I sort of soaked it up a bit more. You know, I was just a little kid, sort of being around in the village, you know, seeing all these superstars. But um, it, it was a big learning curve for my career. Yeah, of course, Harry Garside's going back under the new rules to fight in the Olympics next year. Now you've had three false starts when you're trying to find a contender. You were going to have a rematch versus Maris Breedis, but they've all pulled out those three contenders and now you're going up against Jordan Thompson from the UK to defend your titles. Now he's undefeated as well. As you know, Jai, 15 and up. He's six foot five, six foot six. Now you're around six, two, six, three. How do you combat, how do you combat the height difference? Um, you know, we adapt in the ring, you know, we, we see what he sort of brings to the table and how he sort of uses his length and, and his tallness and his range. So, and then we, we sort of capitalise on his mistakes, you know. It's um, I'm curious to see how he comes out, how aggressive he's going to be, or is he going to try and stay out real long? Um, but yeah, what well, we just train for any any sort of circumstance. We we train for any situation he sort of brings. Now we're going to play some audio. Just listen to this, uh, Jai, and this is the promoter Eddie Hearn, who's I think he's he's still one. Of, he's become one of the biggest promoters, if not the biggest promoter in the world, interviewing your challenger about his opportunity for a world title. Listen to this. No matter what way this fight goes, we're, we're ready for it. That's a fact. I Honestly and truthfully, I'm going to tell you right now, this fight ain't going to ain't gonna go see the 12 rounds, but we've got to prepare for the 12 rounds. It's only professional that we do, but artistic violence all the time, every time until the end of time. And I'm going to go out there, I'm going to show every single person out here exactly what artistic violence is about, exactly who Jordan Thompson is. And like I say, this fight for me is more than boxing. Now, big words from your challenger, which you'd expect. Now, you're fighting at Wembley, which is just elite. It's Not many get the opportunity to do that at one of the, the great arenas for sport in the world. But you're going over to his home turf, which is a huge risk. So, quite simply, can you not let it go 12 rounds? Have you got to not let the judges decide this? Man, all I care about is winning this fight. It is my only priority. It's the only thing I think about every single day is winning this fight. You know, it's... And and I, I respect him, you know what I mean? I, I respect the hunger. He was who I was just before I won the world title. You know, it was... I'm the only thing standing in front of him to become a world champion. So I, I expect the best, you know what I mean? And those words, you know, just hearing them. When I'm over there, you know, don't disappoint me now. Because mm. I'm pumped. I'm, I'm ready, you know. I'm ready to go wherever this fight goes as well. And, I'm, and, man, I'm, I'm far from finished, you know. I've just won the world title. I'm not giving it up. Yeah, you're only 28 years of, old, years of age. In the world of boxing, it's still very, very young. So most cruiserweights, just under the heavyweights for our listeners, Joy, they can't stop that obsession with going up to heavyweight uh, where the big 
money fights are. So, and I'm going to fast forward and let's say you continue to win and continue to keep defending these belts. Will there be one day that you you possibly go up to heavyweight and maybe fight your good mate Justice Hooney from Australia? No, man. You know that fight. That's that's way further down the track. You know what I mean? And even if that does happen, that's that's a if it could, would or should I sort of thing. You know, right now my main focus is September 30 and defending this title. You know, I've still got a lot of boxes to tick as a cruiserweight, and I want to win all the world titles before I move up to heavyweight. But the heavyweight definitely is in my sight later down the track. But um. You know, I just can't wait to get over there and earn these, you know, these pommies' respect. I feel like they look down at us. You know what I mean? They they think we're not good enough to fight. Um, you know, the Europeans and the Americans, they they think because we're down these neck of the woods, you know, we don't belong to be up there on the world stage. And, you know, I'm ready to make a statement to all these guys. I love it. Mm. How good's that? Now, preparation, of course, is so important. When are you heading over to, to the UK, Joy? Um, we're heading over on Sunday, so the seventeenth we leave. Yeah, and how big's your party? Like your your trainer and and also, um, yeah, your conditioning staff. You know, it's so important when you when you go to you know internationally and then such a big flight that that all that gets taken into equation. Have you got quite a big team going with you? No, I don't need a big team. I just need my little circle that you know surrounded me in the gym. You know, I got my boxing coach, training conditioner. And a few of my management team. We don't, we don't need a big posse. You know, we, we go there, we get the job done, and we come home. You know, we, uh, and this Wembley Stadium and all that, yeah, it sounds good. But I'm going there to put respect on our country. You know what I mean? I, I want the big fights to come here to Australia. You know, they, they've had their time. They're, they're, they've got all their fancy boxes and, you know what I mean? But, you know, my, my goal is to bring a big world title down here to Gosford Stadium on the Central Coast where I'm from. Great, I love I'm it. pumped. I've got, mm. I've actually got my the hairs on my arms uh, are standing up. We're, we're chatting to Jay, uh, Jay, I should say, Jay Opatea uh, at the moment, uh, preparing for his world title fight, October one, Wembley Stadium. Uh, Jai, I see you've got a couple of famous sporting relatives. One of them, Benny Roberts, and the other one, Tim Cahill. Ben Roberts, former NRL player. Yeah. Do, do you actually have a favourite rugby league team yourself? Yeah, I'm a South boy. I like South Sydney. Oh, good on you, brother. There we go. Now I know I like it. Yeah. Glory, glory, man. Man, man close to your heart. Hang on, just, just have a listen to this. I want this to be playing. This is your walkout song. This is your walkout song, my friend. You've got to... Uh, oh, what, do you, what do you think of the Roosters' chances against uh, the Storm this weekend? Man, to be honest, I haven't been watching any footy. I haven't been watching. Too busy. I have not focused on one thing but this world title defense. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I haven't watched any sport. I don't talk about any sport. I don't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, everything to me is outside noise. But winning this fight. But your other relative, uh, uh, Tim Cahill, uh, has he ever been in a fight? Won a fight? <laughs> been near a fight? Oh man! Ah. Oh. I couldn't tell you, to be honest. Like I said, I've got my own sort of goals. Yeah, good on you. He's, well, remember his celebration used to be shadow boxing. But, That's uh, right. It's a little bit like Marvis Marvin yeah. Hagler, one of the great middleweights. He used to just put himself into total darkness when he was preparing for big fights and he used to intimidate his opposition. Now, before we let you go, Joy, have you seen the AI simulation on YouTube for your fight? 
Uh, no, I haven't. Yeah, so there's on YouTube, listeners, and there's an AI simulation of the Like fight. in Rocky Five. Yeah, so it's already been put up, and it has Jai Opatia knocking out his opponent, Jordan Thompson, in the 11th round at Wembley. So let's hope that happens. October 1 Australian time, Jai, defending your world title, cruiser to world title against Jordan Thompson in Wembley. And you can watch it live in the AM on Fox Sports NRL Grand Final. What day, a our big time. day! What yeah. a big! What a! I'm going to have to have a, a nap mid morning. Yep. To make it through, uh, Jai. Good luck, mate. Thanks for your time on Sports Day. We're right behind you. Thank you. I appreciate your boys' support. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends and Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Got to, uh, before we get to your texts, we've got a couple of announcements to make, a couple of public announcements. Um, for those listening to SEN and the SEN app, the driver's seat, Matty McKeld and Stevie J uh, coming up uh, after 8 o'clock after us uh, tonight. It's big racing this week. There's a race on somewhere. Sandown 500? I believe it is, yeah. So you can catch that action on uh, SEN Supercars as well over the weekend. And tomorrow night, commencing tomorrow night, uh, Sports Day, two-hour shows on Thursday nights now because uh, no Rugby League or no AFL. Mm. So it's the start of the next footy season. We've got to do two hours. That's good. I like it. Yeah, because you've got nothing else. Mm. I've got stuff to do, people to see. I've got kids to pick up from work. Text message is sat. So the New South Wales Cup and Q Cup Premier Premiers playing off again this year with the NRL and NRLW on GF Day. Well, there's another one here that says from 4-6, or same 465 says, how come the New South Wales Cup and the Queensland Cup finals are a one week behind? Yeah, they usually do fall on the same day. Now, I'm not sure whether they're playing the state championship this year on, on NRL Grand so. Final Day. I reckon they will be. New South Wales have started to pull away. From Queensland when it comes to second tier footy. What do you mean? Well, the NRL teams, when they, they've got. Oh, you mean deserting the, it? Well, no, well, this, they're pulling away from it in a sense of the the, the result. They're, they're beating the Queensland ah. sides, and that's due to NRL sides. They've got their second grade side, and the players who miss out in first grade go directly back to that side. Whereas in Queensland, you've got NRL teams have got two or three. Teams to share, feeder clubs to share. So not all the talents sort of staying together. In the Q Cup Grand, well, the Host Plus Cup Grand Final this weekend, which you'll hear on SEN as well, yeah. you've got two good teams. You've got the Brisbane Tigers, formerly East Tigers. They're Melbourne Storm Feeder Club, one of. Taking on the Bears, who are now feeding the Broncos. Well, the Titans, they're now feeding the Broncos as of next year. Yeah, right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so I think... That's a good Grand Final. Yeah, it's really, I think the Bears are the minor premiers, coached by Luke Burt. Yeah, yeah, Matty Church, who is the former PNG Hunters coach, is the coach of the Brisbane Tigers. So I think Burley may win that. Val Holmes, Sats, the RLPA will never stand for off-season testing, citing that players won't be in their place of work due to being on their mandatory nine weeks off annual leave. That is something they'll not relent on when employees or other industries are on leave. They're not subjected to random drug testing. That's what. Yeah, that's from Daniel listening on the uh, on the app. Yeah, I get that, but not a lot of. Yeah, I, I just think the RL, the NRL, I should say, is I shouldn't say there's more at stake because there's not, but it's a it's a publicised game. It's mm. yeah, with with the individuals and and the and you know they they the athletes themselves are put up on pedestals as 
Um, as what am I trying to say here? I don't know. Well, as up, role models, as role models, you know, we're yeah. Anyway, hey, um, a, a text on Ty Grau from Camden said, "Let the young blokes with cash in their pockets do what they like in the off season. Just don't photograph it, you idiots." Mm. Um, and also, just on Val Holmes, and by the way, the, the, the breaking news just before we came on air today, he's got five, he's, he's faced the NRL today, and he's got five days to respond, and no doubt, I, I reckon a pretty tough penalty will be coming his way. Again, not suggesting that he had illicit drugs on his possession or took any, but the look is not great for the game of rugby league. Daniel mm. from Prairie Wood, Sats Woogie, regarding Valentine's Holmes, just a pure old joke going wrong. 100% agree with you, Woogie. What a fool. Valentine Holmes should give himself a triple uppercut. He should be fined 100000 not fifty. Not a cent suspended. He severely damaged the brand. Uh, g'day, guys. Love the show, but hate to tell you, you blokes are dead set kidding yourselves if you think Val is innocent. The amount of people that take recreational drugs these days is off the charts. Good people that were never suspect. It's very yeah. common. I get it. I mean... Hang on, we, not, we can't we can't accuse the guy. That's uh, again, you, you can't. I mean, you've got to be careful. Yeah, exactly. So, and, and so we're, we're we're not either way on this, but he has said that he hasn't taken any, and who are we to say that he did? Rooster Man says, "Give Sats and Valentine the punishment to sit and watch Tina Turner for the next two months all day long." I could do that. I could do that. Uh, what have we got here? Also, we've got uh, Val Holmes. You are delusional if you think that. Uh, of course, Val is a nice bloke. He isn't using illicit drugs. I'm not saying that at all, uh, 973. It's so prevalent in society. Yeah, it is, absolutely. Nice blokes, business people, family people, both men and women take illicit substances every week. Yeah, they do, absolutely. And I'm not saying because he's a nice guy they wouldn't be involved. I'm just saying that from the people I talk to that know Val Holmes and have known him for a long, long time, uh, they, along with their advice to me is that I would find it very difficult that he would be just based on his yeah. character and, and the people that know him very well. But again, he's yeah, denying it and we can't sit here and accuse him of that. No, but at the same time, the optics of it, absolutely. 100% yeah. looks like an absolute dickhead. Um, language. Jace, I would advise the rat to say what Whiten said to the prosecution. Have you ever played union? Ha <laughs> Glenn and show Harbour. Glenn, it doesn't give him the right to take, what's not his from this building started with noodle gate and now it's on meat juice gate. Mm. He has stolen all our meat juice. He's actually breached a, an employment contract. He has. I have no doubt he's knocking off the dunny paper. Mm. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd say you'd be a one, a dollar one specialist for that. Next. Mm. Hey lads, love the show. Val needs uppercuts. Plenty of them. Yeah. Yeah. No Craig one's denying Cowra. 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 That's uh Roycey Simmons territory in and around that area. What, do you what think? about awarding oh. Val with a Dally M for dickhead of the year? No, can we stop Eight, the seven, language, six. guys? Can we just stop? We don't need to. Um, what about this suggestion for Matt from Kirrawee, re the NRL entertainment for the grand final? Of course, we've got the Tina Turner musical. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I could name almost all the grand finals back to the 70s. Don't ask me who the halftime entertainment was, though. I, know, I thought you were suggesting a 70s. Do you remember when Optus was being introduced and they dropped that big... TV out of the sky and the right hand, as you looked at it from the, what was it, the the western touch. Yes. The side the team runs out at the Sydney footy stadium, it completely broke and dropped off. Everyone thought it was going to drop on 
on all Kill. the all the dancers down okay. on the ground. Let me put this to you. Does mm. everyone remember Billy Idol at the NRL Grand Final? Does everybody 2002, remember? 2002, I think it was. Does everybody remember that debacle? Yeah. Don't tell me the entertainment doesn't matter. Just get it. You've got a year to get it right. And we've got a text here. I wouldn't say the entertainment is the major attraction, and nor do I. But it does add the cherry on top. And people are paying a premium. Don't forget about that. Having Tina Turner the musical is not adding a cherry on top. That's from 032. I agree. I don't want a cherry. I don't like cherries. Mate, you're, you're in your court suite. You've got fresh oh. fruit up there. You've got grapes. Uh, g'day, Slats and Woogie. If you're going to the grand final for Slats. entertainment, you're wasting a seat for the fans that missed out on a seat that want to oh, watch an awesome game it. of footy. That's bags from Narrabri. 66 bags from Narrabri. And he makes a really good point. No one's going to the NRL Grand Final or the AFL Grand Final to watch the entertainment. Yes, they are. It's part of the package. It's not the only reason they're going. It's part of the package. So if there was no, like I'll, I'll repeat myself, if there was no Robbie Williams last year or Kiss this year for the AFL Grand Final, would 100,000 people still turn up? No, that's not what I'm saying. No, it's but a part I'm of asking the package, you, mate. If, if they're not, if there was no entertainment, would they still go? Of course they would. I, I'm not denying that. I'm not saying that people wouldn't go, mm. but you pay a premium for grand final tickets because yeah. you normally get a big act that performs and it makes it a great experience. So when you're going on the train, however, to the grand final, you're going, so I, can't, now you, now you I take, can't wait to get to the grand final day and see the entertainment. No, I can't wait to go to the grand final day to see the whole experience. Yeah. Okay, well then don't do it. Don't scratch it. Every, scratch, get rid of it everywhere. That wouldn't bother me either. No, because you're boring. No, I'm there to watch the footy. I will repeat it, listener. He is in a corporate box. He catches a boat up the Parramatta River River to Homebush. That's incorrect. He doesn't even get on a train. So stop taking the P155 out of people who have to catch a train now. This is, this is you. I'm actually catching an Uber. You are not. I swear on my children's life. And you're life, charging it back to the company. And I'll be calling the game. From a corporate box. It's not You're a corporate box at all. Sliders at Bring back time. the marching band for pre-game entertainment for all I care. I'll probably be at the same party as Val. Oh, you can't say no, you can't. I'm a sat, so I couldn't care less who does the entertainment. Please name me the last great memorable halftime act. How dare you? Barnsey. If you say Barnsey, you're pretty safe. Got to go to a break. What? Quick one. Stingray sats. You've got to be joking. You're using a second-hand character reference to defend Val. No drug testing off-season, so he's sweet. Well, again, we don't know if that's the case. Uh, break time. This is Sports Day. When we come back, uh, it's been on fire with the last laughs this week. Let's see if he can deliver three in a row. Satsy with that next. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Um, text here from Damo from Ballander. You're right, Damo. Guys, stop arguing and talk footy, please. You're right. Very sorry. You're the one that starts the arguments. You yell, you give these strong opinions. <laughs> Mate, what are you doing? You're arguing As a me. Bands fan, I- how's Greg Florimo doing? Steve in Christchurch. Not sure. Still What's like- wrong with him? No, I don't know. I, I, all I know is that Flo is heading up the 
the North bid to try and get back into the comp, whether it's in Perth or whether it's New Zealand. Can I read a positive message about me for once? Breathalyzer says, I knew if I listened to your show long enough, your mate Woogie would come up with some common sense. <laughs> well, that's kind of a backhanded compliment, isn't it? Totally agree the way Valentine's Holmes puts all this to bed if he indeed is innocent to volunteer to be tested and saying that tell Woogie to stop carrying on like a poor Oh right, I thought it was I thought it was a good text. <laughs> so Matty from the But roof. he could end it all right if he did that. Matty in the roof says, Evening boys, the day should be celebrating the sport. Entertainment is irrelevant. Play the games closer together, so less break in between. Agree. Bring back their relay runs between clubs. Race for fastest players. Tribute to retiring players. Well, they do that. If part of the ticket cost goes towards entertainment, reduce the ticket prices and make it I more agree. affordable. I agree with oh. that. We should do that. Let's get rid of all entertainment mm-hmm. if you're not going to get anything decent. On Sports yeah. Day, it's time for The Last Laugh with Scott Sattler. I can't believe I just wandered in. I... He's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. So sorry we couldn't get to all your text messages. Hey, so sorry we couldn't get to all your messages. There's so yep. many. Thank you very much. Yeah, Tegan Berry has signed. She's an absolute gun. 465. Uh, so I was talking to one of my Kiwi mates today. I asked, we we're in a shop, and I just I said to it, my Kiwi mate, I said, hey, mate, can you pass me a pamphlet? Mm. He said, brochure. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, well, he had a good run. He had two good nights for two for two good shows. Sorry to our Kiwi friends uh, listening in tonight. Hey, we'll be back tomorrow night. We'll keep your texts coming through tomorrow night. Two-hour show for Sports Day. We'll catch you then. See you, Satsang. See ya.